Money. It affects our everyday life. But how do we make more of it? Manage it. And make sure we make the most of our money. Welcome to Money Mindful, a podcast to teach and support you as you learn to manage your money. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of the Money Mindful podcast. I am your host, Megan Jean Smith. I'm a money mindset and life coach for women. I help women create the extraordinary life they want to live on purpose. Okay, this is part three in a three-part series that I have been doing on thought work and money. The last two episodes and this episode are all about how coaching and how using thought work can help you create new results in your life. Everything I'm teaching in these three episodes is a a basic overview of the main tools that I use in coaching. Now, there are hundreds of tools that I use when I'm working with my clients, but the main tools in thought work are the model and using thought downloads and learning how to change your thoughts to create new results in your life. So that's what I'm going to focus on today. I'm going to talk to you about how to actually use thoughts to make change in your life. If you're serious about doing this work for yourself and you want to make changes in your life, I would strongly suggest getting a coach. You can reach out to me for that or reach out to any coach that resonates with you to work with. I'm giving you an overview over these three episodes so you can understand, get a basic understanding about what on earth is coaching and why do I always bang on about it in the podcast. And this is a foundation for you and I guess a basic overview for then to understand future episodes when I talk about these concepts. So how do you make change, lasting change, real change in your life using thought work? That is the million dollar question. And I'm going to share that with you today, but I will just start by saying, if this is the first episode you have watched, I would recommend you've watched, you've listened to, I'd recommend you go back and listen to part one and part two first. So part one is all about doing a thought download and creating awareness around your thoughts. Part two is where I explain the model. I go through and I talk all about what circumstances are, what thoughts are, what feelings are, what actions are, and the results and how they all connect to each other. So I would listen to those first and that will help you understand this episode more clearly. Now, like I said last week, the reason why I think that affirmations don't work is that for something to think a thought and for it to actually have an effect in your life, you have to believe it, right? Like you can think, I'm really confident, I'm really confident, I'm really confident, I'm really confident until you're blue in the face. But if actually underneath that, what you really think is I'm not good enough, you are not going to create the result of being confident in your life because you don't believe it. And it's the same with money. Like you might be 
reading the books or uh, thinking about manifestation and thinking, yes, the universe gives me money or whatever it is. And sorry, I I know I don't mean to, um, look, I can sound a bit judgmental. It's true. And I am a bit judgmental, but uh, I'm also a hippie at heart. So, (laughs) but I don't believe in manifesting in the sense of just saying an affirmation and creating that in your life. I think that there's a few other steps involved, but the good news is, is that I know what those steps are and I can teach them to you. I can, I'm going to give you an overview of them today, but if you really want to use them effectively in your life, I would love for you to work with me because I can really help you make change. All right. So last week I went over the example of the model that I used to be operating under a lot. And that was the thought that I don't have enough. So the circumstance for me in my life was my bank account and money, the amount of money that I had. And the thought I had about that was I don't have enough. And because thoughts cause our feelings, right? So when I think, when I used to think I don't have enough, I would feel insecure. So I would take a lot of action well, or non-action, I mean inaction, where I would worry. I would spend a lot of time thinking about money. I would sort of spin about money in my head, you know, like have lots of thoughts going round and round about how I didn't have enough. And I mean, that wasn't the only thought I had. There was lots of thoughts that I had. And the other thing about when I felt insecure is that I couldn't see all the things that I did have because I was so focused on what I didn't have. And I was kind of scrambling to try to create financial security for myself so I wouldn't feel this feeling of insecure. And the result was, is that I basically, I just closed the door to having enough. And I just amplified that feeling of insecurity and feeling like I didn't have enough because that was the place that I was operating from. Now, when you think thoughts like that, it's not good or bad, all right? We're not making any judgments here. But I wasn't able to just jump from I don't have enough to I have enough money, right? Because I didn't believe it. Now I believe it. I think that now and I believe it. But back then I couldn't go from I don't have enough money to I have enough. It wasn't believable for me because your thoughts cause your feelings, okay? The way that you feel determines how you act in a, in a certain situation, And the way that you act, like the things that you do create the results in your life, right? So at that time, for me, that thought, I have enough money, wasn't available to me. It didn't, it wasn't believable. Now I could work on believing that, but there were some steps I needed to take before that. Now, when you want to change a belief, for example, if you have a thought like I'm bad with money, or I'm, I think last week I did an example like I'm money scares me. The first thing to do is just create awareness around that and realize that it's just a thought that you're choosing to have. Like it's not an actual fact, 
right? Like money can't jump up and scare you. Like it's bits of paper. It's your thoughts about money that create that those feelings of fear or being scared, all right? Now, you might not be able to go from I'm scared about money to I feel great about money and I love money or, you know, that it, that might not be available to you yet. But for me, I did the work and where I got to was things like I'm, I'm learning how to be good with money, right? So these are what we call bridge thoughts or ladder thoughts. They're thoughts that you can actually believe and they get you to where you want to go. So when you, when I felt insecure about, I don't have enough money, that wasn't helping me. That didn't help me get the result that I want. Now, it's not that I just suddenly never thought that thought again, but I created new thoughts that I could believe that created feelings that helped me take the action that I needed to get the results in my life. All right. So the results that I wanted in my life is that I wanted to feel secure about money. I wanted to feel security. That was a feeling that I wanted to feel. But the problem was I thought it was the circumstance. I thought it was the amount of money that I had that caused that feeling of security or insecurity. But it's not the actual circumstance. Because remember last week I told you circumstances are neutral. It's our thoughts about it. And when we realize this, like really realize and it lands for you, you're in an incredibly powerful position because you can actually choose to think thoughts that make you feel a particular way, right? And when you can generate feelings on demand, like actually create the feelings you want to feel because of the way that you think, then you take the action that those feelings help you take, and then you get the results that you want in your life. So I worked on different thoughts, but the thought that I eventually got to, so same circumstance, still talking about money and the amount of money I had in the bank, but instead of thinking I don't have enough, I started focusing on and choosing to think, I know exactly how to look after myself. And when I think that thought, I know exactly how to look after myself, I feel secure. I feel secure when I think that thought. Now, you might not feel secure when you think that thought. This is a very personal thing. It's, It's the thoughts, your thoughts are your thoughts and your thoughts create your feelings, right? But when I think that thought, I know exactly how to look after myself. I feel secure. And when I feel secure... I plan what I'm doing with my money. I check my money regularly and actively, not out of fear, but just out of taking care of it. You know, like I, I check that certain accounts have, you know, money has gone into accounts where I'm expecting it to go, that I think I spoke recently about some money had been taken out of my accounts uh, through fraudulent activity. So I just noticed that because I'm looking after my, my money. I, and I actively do things to create more, you know, I invest my money. 
I make sure that my money that's just sitting in savings are, are in accounts that earn the highest interest possible. I regularly check those kind of things. And the result of that is that I look after myself financially. Yeah. And I feel secure. Now, what's really interesting here is it's same circumstance, like same amount of money, you know, money in the bank. But instead of thinking the thought, I don't have enough and feeling insecure, I choose to think the thought, I know exactly how to look after myself. Now, in the beginning, that thought, I don't have enough still came up a lot for me right? And that's okay. It's not like this magic thing we, well, I mean, it can happen that you just drop a thought and you stop thinking it, but that thought would still come up. But instead of focusing, being focused on that, I don't have enough. I was able to create the space and create the airtime for this new thought. I know exactly how to look after myself, right? So that thought, I don't have enough could come up and it's like, okay, that's interesting, that I'm thinking that, you know, that's still popping up for me, but actually I'm putting my attention on and I'm going to practice the thought that I know exactly how to look after myself because that was something that I could really believe. And I could believe that thought in lots of other areas of my life, not just about money. And so I was able to give my brain a lot of evidence for how, yes, of course, I know exactly how to look after myself you know, on so many levels, not just financially. And then your brain, well, my brain started looking for all the evidence for how I was able to look after myself and that I knew exactly how to look after myself. And the more that I thought that thought, the more I felt secure and the more I created that feeling of security. And the piece that I really want you to take away from this is it wasn't the amount of money that I had that created the feelings of security. It was my thoughts about it. And if you take anything from the this episode and the last two episodes, that is it. Our thoughts create the results that we get in our life. And the thing that I just never quite understood, and you might go to this place as well, is I couldn't work out. I was like, no, that's BS because, you know, I can think the thought, oh, I've got a million dollars, but I don't have a million dollars, right? The key here is you have to believe the thought. And so there's lots of things that you can do, like, and I've explained them very briefly with you here today about creating bridging thoughts and ladder thoughts, like thoughts that you can latch onto. And if I give you, I'll give you another example. So, um, oh no, I'll stick, I'll stick to the example of money because this is what this podcast is about. I, I often talk about stuff to do with weight loss because I've got some clients that I coach on weight loss. So I have lots of examples with this, but When you have a thought like I'm bad with money, you might not be able to go from I'm bad with money to I'm great with money. But there's lots of thoughts in between that are legitimate for you that you can believe. And what we want to create for you when you're changing the thoughts that you're going to focus on is creating a better feeling. Because for example, let's say the thought that you have, and I'm just making this up, but you might have a thought that I'm bad with money. And when you think that thought I'm bad with money, you 
might feel shame. Maybe you feel shame or maybe you feel embarrassed that you're bad with money. I don't know, like depending on who you are and what you, you can, thoughts can cause all sorts of different feelings, trigger different feelings. But let's say you feel shame and when you feel shame about money, you completely hide from money. Like you completely put it under the covers, right? And pretend that it doesn't happen. And so the actions that you take is you ignore your bills, you you don't pay your credit card payments, or you get yourself into lots of credit card debt because you don't pay any attention to it because you're kind of ashamed. And the funny thing is, is it's like when you think that you're bad with money and you feel shame, it's like you don't want to feel like that. So guess what? I'm going to go and buy that new top that I just saw online because when I buy new tops, I feel I get that dopamine hit and I feel good, right? And so then you you keep fulfilling this whole prophecy of I'm bad with money, right? And the result is, is that you are bad with money. But you want to get to a place where you feel like you're good with money, but you don't believe it. So you can use bridging thoughts in between things like I'm learning about money or something like I have a thought that I'm bad with money and that's okay. Because when you think a thought like that, you might feel curious or you might feel a willingness to explore or an openness. Now that's a different feeling from shame. And when you feel different feelings, you do things differently, right? So maybe you focus on the thought, I have a thought, I'm bad with money and that's okay. And then the feeling you feel is curious. Then when something happens, because you're in that space of curiosity, You know, perhaps you don't, the action that you take is you become open at looking at how that, those thoughts affect you in your life. And you notice what you do when you feel shame is that you go and buy things, right? And you create the space to see what you are doing in your life unintentionally. And also you stop creating that feeling of shame. So you're not doing the things that that feeling shame creates for you. So I'm going to stop now because I feel like I could keep talking about this to you all day, but basically in a nutshell, I want to summarize what I've covered for you in the last three episodes. The bottom line with all of this is our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create what we experience in the world. And I don't mean that you think, oh, I have a yellow Ferrari in my driveway, boom, and a (laughs) yellow Ferrari appears in your driveway, right? No. What I mean is, is that circumstances happen in life. I covered this in the last two episodes. Circumstances are things that They just happen in our life. We don't have any control over them. We don't have control over whether it's going to rain or not tomorrow. It just, it's raining. It either is or it isn't. It's a fact of life, right? But how we feel about the fact that it's raining is all dependent on how we think about it, okay? So the way that we think about a certain situation is how we feel, And then based on how we feel is how we act. 
And the way that you act, the things that you do is going to cause the results in your life. Actually, I want to give you one quick example because I think so many of you will be able to relate to this. So something that was coming up for me a lot is my daughter not listening to me. I tell her to do something and she doesn't listen to me. And usually this happens around uh, dinner, bath, bedtime. I'm sure you can relate. And, you know, often I find myself getting angry with her, right? And I felt kind of really out of control around this because, you know, she would do things and then I would feel angry. But I use this thought work, like I use these tools that I've I've talked about in the last episode, the model, to look at what was actually happening because my daughter is a neutral circumstance. Like her not doing what I tell her to do, that is that's just a neutral circumstance. It's not good, it's not bad, it just is. But the way that I was choosing to think about that was I was thinking she's disrespecting me. You know, and I also had some other thoughts like she should do what I tell her to do and, you know, other other similar thoughts. But when I thought that thought she's disrespecting me, I felt angry. And when I feel angry, well, I don't behave very well, you know, like I do things like I yell at my daughter and, you know, I get worked up and I get frustrated. The result of that though is which is really interesting, is it's like I end up being disrespectful to my daughter, right? Isn't that interesting? But when you have awareness around this and that you can see that you're, that's what you're actually doing, I started deliberately working on how I wanted to feel about my daughter. Now, listen, my daughter is, she's five years old. Of course, she's not going to listen to me. That's what five-year-olds do, right? But instead of choosing to think she's disrespecting me, what I started working on was the thought that worked for me was I am a mature adult, okay? Because when I think the thought I'm a mature adult, like when I think it deliberately, I feel mature, okay? And when I feel mature, I act in a mature way. So I speak calmly, I choose how I want to respond to her, I give her really clear consequences for her behavior, and the result is is that the same thing happens. It's like my daughter is still ignoring me and still not doing what I say, but the result is is that I get to behave in a way that creates a good result for me. So I get to show up as a parent who's calm and mature and I give her very clear guidelines that she can she can choose to behave how she wants, but if she behaves in this way, this is the consequence that's going to happen. And then I don't have to feel angry or worked up or out of control. I get to choose the result that I want in that situation. And she doesn't always do what I tell her to do, but then a consequence happens, right? But all the drama is dropped. Now, there's still plenty of nights where that thought pops into my head, oh, she's disrespecting me. But now I also have that thought, I'm a mature adult. And I choose to give the thought, I'm a mature adult, more airtime than the thought she's disrespecting me. And this is how you make change, 
okay? And you can use these tools with anything in your life, with money, with how your children treat you, with weight loss, with how you show up at work, whatever it is for you that you feel is a problem in your life and that you want to change, you can use these tools to help you create new results and also to create the things that you want, like a new career or a new job or, um, you know, living in a new area, whatever it is that you want to go for in your life, you can use these tools deliberately to create that for yourself. All right, I think I've talked enough about this now. If you are interested in learning more about this and you would like to work with me on your thoughts, you can reach out to me anywhere you're following me. But if you go to my website, which is moneymindful.com.au, there is a book consult button. And if you press on that, you can schedule in to have a complimentary consultation with me. And what that means is you will have a chance to tell me all about you, why you're interested in coaching, what it is that you would like to work on. I do a little bit of coaching with you so you can experience what that's like. And then I let you know whether we're a good fit. Okay, folks, have a beautiful week. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful Podcast. For more info, visit moneymindful.com.au. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. And remember, the information in this podcast is of a general nature only and does not take into account your personal circumstances or goals. Please seek professional advice for your own financial needs. Remember to have fun along the way.